beer of choice, Heineken. All day. Jay-Z, favorite artist. And best album, I want to say uh, Young Jeezy, uh, Thug Motivation, one-on-one. Pizza, man. Can't go wrong with pizza, man. I'm old school, man. Vegan pizza, of course. <laughs> podcast and we are back at it again for another week uh the podcast has traveled outdoors again took another road trip it's funny because we're kind of coming full circle here uh we're coming back to the original place of the first bruise beats and eats street level episode if you guys have been tuned in keeping up with the youtube channel like you should be uh you know what place i'm talking about but if you haven't i'll forgive you this time around and i'll break it down for you this week's guest is none other than one of the three minds behind the Organic Food Kings. Like I said, if you caught that first Street Level episode, you got you got a couple words of wisdom from him and, and DJ Got Now, which is uh, Bruce Beast and he's alumni as well. Um, I'm talking about none other than Alex the Vegan Plug. Is Montalvo or Martinez? Martinez. Oh, shit, you need family then. Yeah, man, we're cousins, man. I talked to my aunt. She told me, man, hey, you don't know Big Ed. I said, nah. I miss the barbecues, man. I'm Yo. vegan now, I'm vegan now, man. Yo. I go out a lot. Blessings, man. Dope. Well, let's talk. You jump right into it. Let's talk vegan. Let's talk food. Let's talk organic food kings. Right. Um, how did this? How did? How did this start off for you, man? I know you spoke. I know we spoke briefly about it. Um, in the past, we discussed um, your your wife becoming vegan. Right, right, right. She was the. She's the creator, man. She's been vegan for uh, ten years. Okay. And you know, men, we're stubborn, bro. We don't, we don't believe nothing. We don't believe nothing until uh, you kind of see it. Yeah. So I say this to say that, my brother. It took me a while to become vegan. I had to go through a life tragic situation mm. where uh, it hit close to home. I almost died. Yeah. And uh, I'm in the hospital. Well, let me let me rewind that. Okay. Um, I used to eat a lot of spicy food. I've always been like the hot Tabasco, but the Mexican. Texan real hot that when you, you eat it kind of burns. Mm. So I used to eat a lot of food with spices. So I would get a acid reflex. I thought at the time it was acid reflex. Being ignorant so you know, mm. you know how it is, man. Spanish people, man, we feel that we only go to the hospital. Rich people are the ones that go to the hospital, right? So we don't go to the hospital like that. So I would my stomach would start hurting to the point where I would get sharp pains. And I thought that it was I had a acid reflex, so I'll take uh, Zantac, a Thumbs, uh, Pepto Bismol, mm, yeah, yeah. and it'll go away. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so, I did that for for a year and some change. And one time, I went out with with some friends to a steakhouse, and uh, I had my wife back, of course. <laughs> and uh, I get home and I start coughing up blood. I started coughing up blood like like out of a movie. Mm. 
Like, like I got shot type of wow. situation. So me, I'm trying to cover it up. I'm like, ah, it's nothing. You know, I'm just, I, I drink some Zantac. And my wife was like, nah, man, we're going to the hospital. This, this is serious. My wife's been in the medical field like 15 years. So she works in the hospital and all this stuff. So um, we go to the hospital and the doctor, been a doctor for 30 years, a black gentleman. Okay. And uh, I say this to say that when I talked to the, my wife took me to the hospital, I talked to the, to the black doctor. I started, I was on morphine, so I started joking around, playing, mm-hmm. got real cool with the doctor. Not, I don't want to say his name, but um, the doctor told me probably one of the realest things I've ever heard that he told me uh, if uh, you got four stones inside of your gold bladder the size of quarters that if uh if they explode erupt in your body the only one that can save you is god because i've been a doctor 30 years and there's nothing i could do for you mm. so we're gonna have to do an emergency surgery so I'm, I'm i'm like oh shit this is real yeah we go to the surgery me and the doctor we become cool while this whole process is going on and he comes and he shows me the four balls in a jar looks like literally like a half a quarter right and uh, I started talking to him. I'm like, yo, I got kids. I got four children. I don't want to die. I kind of gave him my, uh, my, uh, what do you call this? The, your autobiography. My like, autobiography. Like, like you, you, my you autobiography. You broke down, you, you broke down the whole, you broke down the whole, like, from beginning to end, like, your, your life story and what you had worth living for. Right, right. So I go and he tells me, he looks around, he looks around the whole Room and he said, I'm gonna tell you something I can lose my license for. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna tell you something real. And he goes, uh, If you want to live, go plant based. And I'm like, Plant based? I'm like, I'm thinking it was what my wife eats because she's very, uh, she eats, um, what do you call this? She used to eat carrots, like she was a raw vegan. Okay. So right. to me, being ignorant to the point, raw vegan is like vegetables, uncooked, uh, uncooked. It's kind of, I wanna, I wanna. I want to say that it's like back in the day, like the cavemen, like people from back, you know, everything's off the land. It's a real weird diet. Yeah. And uh, my wife was vegan. That's what I thought it was. So when he told me vegan, I'm like, oh, shit. Right away, you thought about just... About the funny bowls that yeah. my wife walks around the house eating carrots all day like a rabbit. <laughs> and I, I really looked at this man in the face and I said, dog, I'm not even going to waste your time. Just pull the plug. I'm like, pull the plug, man. I said, I see the tunnel. I see the light. I said, I... I don't think I could do it, man. And he started laughing, and he's like, man, listen, man. They got vegan chicken, vegan steak, uh, vegan pork. And I'm like, well, why don't we eat this? Can I curse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, okay, okay, just yeah, making yeah. sure. I'm like, yo, why, can't, why don't we eat this shit at my house, right? Yeah. I'm like, my wife walks around. <laughs> yo, my wife walks around all day eating carrots. <laughs> so I'm like, why don't we eat this shit at my house? And the doctor was like, nah, that's a, deep, a different type of vegan. That's a vegan... That's a raw vegan. Yeah. So he was like, nah, man, I've been vegan for, uh, I think uh, it was 21 years at the time, right? Okay. And uh, he's been a doctor 30 years. So if me and the guy get talking and we get super cool, he tells me, um, listen, man, uh, when you leave here, I want you to look up Dr. Sebi. So me, you know, I'm I'm old school. I'm like, oh, he's telling me about a head doctor here in the hospital. Yeah. You know, maybe his (laughs) boss. I'm thinking he's telling me his boss or something. Someone so, else is gonna yeah, 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 yeah. So the, the one who I gotta write the check out to. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, when I when I typed in Dr. Sebi on YouTube at the house, I'm like, yo, why would this man tell me about a man that that's dead? 
The first episode I clicked in, it says the day he died, the day he was born, the day he died. I said, why would he tell me about a doctor? Why he would, be, he would well, refer me to someone. Yo, I'm like, you refer me to a doctor that ain't even alive, right? So I'm like, yo, man, what's wrong with this doctor, right? <laughs> but I started really looking into the story, and I really started to, like, educate myself on who Dr. Sebi really was and what he uh, stood for and what he stands for. And... um. I'm like, damn, bro, I feel I've been, I'm so smart, but yet so stupid that I've I've watched this for so many, so many years. I'm more of a, I got to watch, I got to see to believe. I don't, I don't, I don't care about nothing. I'm very old school. I don't believe nothing until it happens. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I started looking into Dr. Sebi and I'm like, well, damn, he told me to look into Dr. Sebi, but he's not here anymore. What do I do? So me being a, a, a business person, I said, I gotta find the closest people to him. So I started writing his wife, which I don't want to say her name because he had like three wives. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the, the reason. So I, well, make a long story short, uh, I started uh, messages on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, it was borderline stalking, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so I flew to New York and I get a hold of Dr. Sebi's wife. On the last day I was there, Last day, the last day before my flight. I went for three days. I'm pretty much paparazzi status, uh, going to her store, her business, blowing up the, the the person, the manager of the location. So I'm like, damn, I tried. I gave him my all right when I'm leaving, and I'm about to jump on a, on a dollar cab to get back to the airport to go home. I run into Miss Sebi herself with one of uh, Dr. Sebi's children. Okay. Super humble. Uh, and as real as they come, we started talking, and she goes, "Well, well, let me hear you, son." I'm like, "This lady don't know me from a hole in the wall." And she don't giving know. you the opportunity. She uh, she kind of brung me in at that moment, and she was like, "I explained to her the situation. I told her, uh, you know, the headaches that I would get. I would use the, the bathroom eight times a day. Wow. You know, uh, it's funny because my wife always used to say that I'm a shitty husband because I be using the bathroom all day. You know what I'm saying?" And I'm like, and I'm like, you know, I'm living a double life, uh, double life here. Yeah. I'm like, uh, every time I come home, my wife has a, a, a bowl with a bunch of lettuce. Yeah. And I just, I just went into Chili's and I'm like, <laughs> honey, I just ate a Caesar salad. I'm so full. I, I this looks great. This really looks good. But yeah. I just, I yeah. Can't. You know, I, I feel the croutons in my neck. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I just had a 16 ounce steak. Right. <laughs> well, you know, whatever to keep the wife happy. So me, me, me and Miss Sebi, she uh she brought me back. I, I ended up staying there for a week. Okay. I ended up staying there for a week and she showed me about the alkaline, mm. the sea moss, uh herbs, spices. And uh me and her we, we, we got the vibing, you know, the talking, getting to know one one another. And uh as she's making me all these things, uh I feel different. You know, I feel like um what's the correct word? I don't wanna say healed. But I I, I want to say you're like, you're, 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 bro, it's uh, you're feeling I, a change. Definitely. I want to feel, man. That I want I want to say the feeling kind of feels like, man, when you win a, a championship, or uh, when you you win the gold medal. Okay. You know that okay. you've been working uh so hard for something for and so long. Seen, and you've seen the rewards. Yeah. Right? And mind you, I'm there. I'm with. This is the second day, and I'm telling. I start feeling my 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 brain, my stomach, like everything changing. Like uh, when, when kind of when Spider Man gets bit by the spider, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I'm like, yo, I got my spider. Uh, 
senses. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, as we're talking and shit, she starts telling me stories that I'm like, yo, either this, this lady's fucking nuts or she's telling me some shit that, that I'm not ready to handle. Like, she's yeah. telling me, like, some real TV. Mm-hmm. Like, they won't play this channel on TV, the stuff that she's telling me. Yeah. You know, about how our ancestors used to live to 100 years old. But now, you know, now they live uh, out of 10 people. Uh, eight don't live to see 65. Yeah. But we retire at 65. Yeah, ain't that you know what I'm saying? That, so you get a 401k, but they don't even expect us to make it that yeah. that long. Which means that they're trying to get everything out of you. Like, exactly, exactly. That's why I'm, I'm investing into a bunker. You feel me? <laughs> Yo, you know, I just bought a new house. Now I'm trying to buy a new bunker. Hey, hey, on the low, low. On the low, right? Everybody, you literally. know. Literally. I'm looking for a bunker, yo. What ocean view front? But um, she starts telling me, man, all, like stuff, man, that I never really thought about it because I'm, uh, I'm just, I'm normal. I'm a human. So I've never really had to. I, I'm thinking that I've been taught that, you know, I'm Spanish, rice beans, That's, arroz yes. con gandule, yeah, yeah. Uh, platanitos, tostones, with, uh, with lechon and all this mm-hmm. shit. And to me, that was normal. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy that my, my, my grandmother, she's 86 years old, right? Okay. My grandmother, uh, his husband, my grandfather died from cancer, like 96, right? Wow. And uh, my grandmother stopped eating can't uh, stop eating every meat, meat, chicken, steak since 1997. Imagine Tupac was still alive, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, she stopped smoking, stopped everything, right? And uh, till 97, till now. So everybody always thought that my grandma was a little cuckoo, you know, a little cocoa for cocoa puffs, as we say, right? Yeah. Because she's weird. She makes she makes her own soups. She uh, she she has my house looking like the Garden of Eve. Uh, eating outside, I got tomatoes, avocados, and I'm like, yo, grandma, you know this, you know, this is a gated community, you can't have, you know, you got, you got my shit looking like, you're starting to stand out, yeah, yeah, I'm like, it's like a farmer's market in front of my door, everybody else, yeah, I'm like, you, you know, you, this is not supposed to be dirt, this is grass, grandma, you, you, you got the tomatoes by the pool, and, uh, but, you know, there's a method to the madness, you feel what I'm saying, so I say this to say that, um, my grandmother slipped and fell in my house one time, right? It's not that long ago. It was about a, a month and a half ago. So I'm bugging out because she she really got fucked up. Cause she hurt. She 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 was mopping, fell. So I fly her to the hospital. And I'm like, yo, at that age, you got to break something, right? I take her to the, to the hospital. And the doctor tells me, why did you bring her here? I said, you know, she slipped, fell, you know. She stepped on some fabuloso. And, and you know, and uh, I, I don't want her to, you know, to sue my, my insurance. So we need to make sure grandma's straight. Right, right, right. And, uh, you know, we checked her, no bruises, no nothing. So I'm like, damn, since we're here, I'll let, let me get it, you know, like, uh, find out if grandma needs a little tune-up or oil change yeah, or something. Yeah. You know, let me find out what's up. He told me that she has the body, the inside of her body is of a 40-year-old. Mind you, she's 86. She yeah. walks a mile every day. Uh, she, uh, he was like, you're worried about your grandma. Your grandma's in better health than you and me. He goes, your grandma has no high cholesterol, no diabetes, no high uh, blood pressure. He goes, she has a 40-woman body inside. And I'm looking at him, yo, my grandmother's 86. Yeah. You know, she, you know she's on the, uh, going towards the ninth floor right now. Yeah, she's about yeah. to be 90. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, look, your grandmother's going to live. I'm not God or nothing, but at least to 100. If she keeps doing what she's doing. He goes, grandma is all there. 
There's nothing wrong with us. I said, no high blood pressure, no nothing. I said, nothing. He goes, nothing. The brain, the heart. He did, he did, a, we did a, a checkup for everything. He was like, bro, that lady, she ain't, she ain't had a cold in how many years, she said. And I was like, wow. So, what I'm trying to say, man, uh, the, the proof is in the put. Yeah. And I say this to say that, that um, health is wealth. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, everybody's always, you know, including myself. You know, that's why I say never spit in the air. Because I used to be like, you know, it's my grandmother. But, you know, guys, she's not all there. But now I saw that I was the one that wasn't all there. You get what I'm saying? And what's crazy about it, a lot of these recipes that we have are my grandmother's. All right. So so it's it's crazy. If I tell you, if I rewind to the story, my mother wanted to put my grandmother in an old home. Right? Because my grandmother was living by herself. And where I'm very uh, traditional old school, man. She She's the... The, the backbone to the family. Yeah, I said, yo, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're not putting nobody in a home, bro. Yeah. For what? You know, it's, this is this is a we're family. I'm like, nah, grandma, you coming with me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, everybody wants to play crazy, right? So so no, nah, no, nah, we're just gonna put her in a hospital uh, to have her baby sent. I said, nah, man, you coming with me, grandma? And me and grandma playing in the kitchen, mind you. She's the one that I was like, yo, but this this tastes this tastes kind of like real chicken, grandma. So I'm like, maybe if we season this overnight, it'll taste different. Me being the whole mastermind that when I used to eat meat, we would barbecue on Sunday, yeah. but we would start seasoning everything for Friday. Yeah, yeah. And it made it a whole different thing, right? And I said, well, damn, let me try this. And I tried it, and it tastes like pollo tropical, right? <laughs> and I'm like, yo. I'm like, yo, I'm even, me eating it, and I'm like, yo, did grandma slice a piece of real chicken in there when I wasn't looking yet? Did she do a switcheroo on me real quick? You know, grandma's old school from New York. She probably did a wham, wham. The 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 three-car movement, right? So I was like, yo, hold on. So that's when when I decided to, um, I told you I flew to New York. I met Miss Sebi. I come here, and I go on a a three-month. I go to every vegan restaurant. I didn't. I didn't eat at home. I didn't eat nowhere. Every day I went breakfast, lunch, dinner. I would, I would find vegan restaurants everywhere, from Miami, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm. I spent about fifteen thousand dollars in three months. In three months, okay. going everywhere. I'm talking about from Don Pepe's Bakery, or with a vegan option. Anybody who would offer. You anybody who vegan. had a vegan option, mm-hmm. even the Burger King, and uh, anything that had a vegan option. I'm like, damn, if I'm going to do this for, for life, I bleed and I breathe this now, it, it's going to be a, a culture change. I got to see what's out there. Yeah. And what I saw, man, everything tastes like cauliflower. Everything tastes like mushrooms. And I'm here like, yo, I don't, I'm, to myself, I'm talking to myself. I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it, right? That's the voice in the back of your head. And yeah. I'm like, well, damn, bro, this, this cauliflower pizza tastes more like cauliflower than pizza. Uh... These empanadas that are jackfruit, they, they, they taste like just, like taste the dough. This tastes like no meat. So I go home and I get on the phone with Miss Sebi. We start chopping it up, talking. And I told her, yo, I'm going to launch a restaurant that the chicken's going to taste like chicken. The meat's going to taste like meat. I'm going to bring a cultural with empanadas and all this. And I'm talking, I'm talking to her. And she was like, okay, she's just hearing me out, right? I end up. I grabbed grandma and I said, Grandma, what do you know how to do? I need some recipes. I need to, for you to tell me. She had a restaurant for like 35 years. Okay. And I said, Grandma, what is it that you use? So she told me the onions, the 
cilantro, this, and I'm like, well, well shit. I'm, I'm even on Google, like, is this vegan? Yeah. Is this a vegetable you know, or fruit? Is it, yeah, yeah, this is a vegetable or fruit. Okay, okay, it's a vegetable. You know what I'm saying? So I started doing my homework, and I said, well, damn, I remember when I was a kid, there used to be a line that used to wrap around the block for her food, and she was cooking... She was cooking food with vegan products, and people didn't even know it back then. Yeah, she was selling fish and shrimp, yeah, yeah. but uh, she wasn't eating it. Mm. You know, she was selling it. Wow. But a lot of her, out of 10 ingredients, nine were vegan. And people were like, yeah, they were eating chicken and they were eating steak, but they didn't know that everything around her was either organic or vegan, right? Mm. So, make a long story short, man, I've been on this voyage, man, and uh, I ended up, think I created a, uh, a concept, kind of change. I don't want to say it's vegan comfort food, bro, because I've been to some places where I'm like, damn, bro, I just spent $150 and I'm still hungry, mm. right? Yeah. So, and I did that for a while. There was time that I, when I get in the car, I was thinking about calling the, the credit card company to report the credit card stolen because I felt <laughs> that shit was fraud. I'm like, yo, they just gave me a plate with four little squares. Something underhanded. Yo, I'm like, yo, my, this is what I feed my kids with, this type of plate with the four little squares. And I'm like, yo. Oh, the little dividers. Yeah, the little dividers. The little dividers. So I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'm like, who's shaking the spoon back there? You feel me? I'm like, yo, what did I do? Do they know who I am? Because they shake the spoons. I'm like, yo, and the plate is $65. So I'm like, yo, I'm like, it's, it's too expensive, right? So to eat vegan, but I'm, I'm I'm on a mission, my brother. You know what I'm saying? I'm on a I'm on a voyage, dog. To to see. I, at the end of the day, I'm like, what I really wanted to do was I wanted to be able to cook vegan food for myself. Yeah. That was that that tastes like like grandma's sazon, and um and give it like that carreta feel, that yeah. carreta look, that Sergio's, that home cook. That home cook you know that, yeah, it's like not that. at home, but it's it's like grandma's cooking yeah, yeah. and mom's cooking. So as I started playing with it, when we started playing with it, I saw the bread that we would use look like vegan bread. It looked like club bread. It looked like a club sandwich. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, that's not the vision that I see in my head. Mm. I'm looking at like a potato bread, like a chick. close to an experience as if you were out there eating. Right, something. right. Yeah. Right, so I'm over there, and I'm and I'm like, what I'm doing in my mind is like, I see the Chick Fil A chicken sandwich, right? Yeah, yeah. I see the Big Mac commercial. Um, I used to be real fucked up about the the la carreta yeah. empanadas. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, I need to grab some of my favorite dishes, like the the shrimp that I would always get at Red Lobster, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, how do I get the best of the best and make it vegan? So, to me, I was, like, going against salads, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But I'm like, damn, bro, you know, I'm a New Yorker. I'm from Brooklyn. Uh, where I come from, bro, if we can't do it, it can't be done. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, I felt like I think I could do it. You know, I really believe I could do it. And I started just playing in the kitchen with Grandma. And uh, and I'm like, well, let's shape them to look like it. I just kind of put the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I said, we could do it. Yeah. And we kept on and kept on. And three months later... I started to see that the food was tasting like real chicken, but it wasn't ready yet. Like, I wanted, my goal was when I took a bite, I wanted to uh, hear the the Popeye's lady say, we got the new sandwich, come to Popeye's. And I'm like, yo, where did this lady come out from? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Nobody knows where this lady came out from. But I'm like, yo, when I bite the chicken sandwich, if the the Popeye's lady 
don't pop up uh don't pop up in my head then then you're not I, quite there i'm not there some work to do i still got some work to do yeah so i was whipping it in the kitchen man one time i took a bite out of it and i heard the little crunch and i'm like oh shit hold on we we're almost there we're almost yeah. there and when we finally had it that i took the bite i said this is it i heard a voice you know saying good job you know what i'm saying she said good job i said oh I said who's here where you at? <laughs> she talked to me through the TV, right? She talked to me through the commercial, man. And I was like, all right, this is it. But uh, yeah, man, it's been, it's been, I don't want to say it's been easy, man, but it's been fun. Uh, everything we're always adding. We still got so many things yeah. that well, I got. We're going to get into it. We're going to get okay, into okay, the different you know. items, the different. Um, what I took <laughs> away from what you're telling me, man, and that's a, that's a, a good amount of information, a great journey. Um, the two things I took from it, one of them is that it's it's never too late. Never. You know, you know, your grandma did the thing after her, her, her husband passed, you know, rest in peace. Right. And she decided to make a change. And at that point she made that change and she saw it, you know, it was a long road, but she right. saw the she got the benefits from it. Of course. You know of course. Um the other thing I'm starting to understand is what I'm I'm realizing is that there's it's it uh it this is these are items that when you make them seem as close to the real thing which is what y'all trying to what you guys have accomplished because i'm trying to make it easy that turns people on to to maybe a change of life in their own in their own right where they're like nah i don't eat anything like that like you said you you witnessed it yourself your your, your wife was having bowls which just consisted of vegetables that were probably just rinsed off washed and thrown in a bowl you know what i'm saying and that was but there was no not cooked at all and that was that's too tragic of a that's i mean that's too drastic of a turn from to go from one to the other right so introducing the meals the type of food how y'all prepare it and what it consists of opens people's eyes to bro there's other options so you don't have to go drastic into like just stop eating everything that's that you know that's cooked you know the raw vegan there's an option where you can work your way into it and then eventually it could take a turn where they start leaving off a lot of the, the stuff that they're not supposed to have Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm getting from this. Um, there's a lot more conversation left to go. Let them know one more time where they can find you guys, uh, location, the social medias, all that good stuff. Well, our address is 3246 North Miami Avenue. We're located right next to the post office and the Mattress Kings. We're in the shopping center, Organic Food Kings. You can look us up on Instagram, on Twitter, Facebook, even on TikTok. Yeah. Even on TikTok. Okay. So we're, we're, we're on all the social media platforms. And uh, if you ever want to send us an email or you have anything in your mind that we can step up our game, it's organicfoodkings at gmail. Dope, dope. Excellent, excellent. Um, that's not the only location you guys got. Oh, we got another location in Brickell. Okay, Brickell, uh, Brickell City Center, right on 7th, uh, 7th Ave. It's a one-way street right next to the Metro Mover. And we got a new, we got three top locations coming up. Mm. We already, right now we're just working on uh, on contracts more than anything. But uh, there will be three locations within 120 days. So yep. within four months, you wow. will see organic food kinks popping up everywhere by mistake. So there's no excuse as to why you can't find an organic food kinks four months from now. I mean, I'm thinking, I- I'm telling everybody right now, it's worth the trip. Come down to Midtown, head down to Brickell if you're in that area. Take the trip, and then that way when it pops up in your neck of the woods, you, you can know. put the people on and be like, yo, I've been known about this. And what's, what's better than being able to tell people... Oh, yeah, just getting on that now? Of course. I've been on this. Of yeah. course, man. You know what's so crazy? Um, I had a celebrity. Should I, should I say his name? 
yeah, he's a listener. I have a feeling he's a listener. So go ahead, say his yeah, name. Uh, I had Nate. Shout out to my dog Nate Robinson, man. Oh, definitely a, list, a listener. Uh, shout out to Nate Robinson. Shout out to Xavier Howard. Okay. Uh, I had um yesterday. It's crazy because uh, fuck it, I'm gonna put it out there. To me, man, they robbed Xavier Howard, man, a defensive player. Of the year, man. Mm. Shout out to my man, Xavier Howard, man. Yeah, interceptions, though. He was racking them up. Hey, listen, like. man. They, they don't want you to win, man. And yeah. I'm a Dolphins fan. And more than anything, man, Xavier Howard's my brother, man. And I say this to say that. My man, uh, he wasn't vegan, right? So there's another Dolphin player. Well, Rashad, uh, Raekwon Davis, uh, big dude. Yeah. The guy, he's out of Alabama. He, he eats here all the time, and he's been, he's been going vegan. And uh, he went vegan, and now he told me that he feels stronger. He comes here every day. I see him more than I see my kids, by the way. He's always here. I run into him. I'm like, damn, are you here again? I'm like, yo, yo, I'm just going to give you the keys to the shop, man. I was like, damn, you always here. But uh, last night, uh, I met up I met up here with, uh, with uh, Xavier Howard and with Nate Robinson and... He, bro, it's that I talk about it in my hairs, man. They stand up, man. Xavier Howard said, hey, bro, listen, bro, you're right. He says, uh, since I met you, which has been like three months now, he says, bro, I took away the meat. I took away the pork. I took away all that garbage. And he goes, once in a while, you know, I still eat a little bit of fish and shrimp here and there. Yeah. But he goes, bro, you should see my workouts. Mm. You should see my workouts. He says, his productivity. He just told me, he said, listen, watch me. When the season starts. And he was like, bro, I'm fully vegan now, my brother. Yeah. And I said, man, stop gassing me up, X, man. You just playing, man. I'm like, you just playing with me. He says, watch. He said, I'm, I swear Someone to Someone who's already at a level. He's, uh, he's telling you that, yo, he feels confident in saying that he's going to get even better. Right, because remember before, if you said you were vegan, you were looked at funny. You look yeah. like... like, the, like you, something that... Like something would still be missing. Like right, like everybody got that weird family member. Yeah. That, yeah, you know, like the Uncle Johnny. Yeah. Like, yo, where the kids at? Yeah. Yo, where, where's Uncle Johnny at? You know, Uncle Johnny's not all there. No. You know, Uncle Johnny was in the army for 20 years. And, you know, he's seen some stuff. He's seen some shit, right? So, uh, when he told me that, man, it's, uh, I feel, man, that everything that I'm doing, uh, everything that I'm doing, uh, I feel, bro, that I'm doing it for a reason, man. That to me was. It was humbling, man. It was humbling that my goal, I say this all the time, it's not all about the money to me, my brother. Mm-hmm. Now, financially stable, I have other businesses that, you know, I'm financially stable, man. I do this more for the love, for the culture. Yeah. For if I can make one vegan a day, man, my job is done. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because health is wealth, man. And um, yeah. it's it's touching, man, that, that I have another grown-ass man that is a somebody. Two, two. I'm going to get into Nate Robinson right now. Yeah. But let me finish with my brother X that he's telling me, he's like, look, bro, because, you know, I go and I gave him my whole, you know, my whole uh, documentary about, listen, bro, I always used to be tired, droggy. I would drink three cups of coffee, Red, Red Bull, my testimony, the, you know, my uh, my story, man. And he was looking at me like, yo, this, this guy's crazy. And I'm like, yo, listen, X, I used to use the bathroom eight times a day, bro. You know what I'm saying? I don't do that no more. I don't. I don't have a headache no more. Um, I don't feel bloated and droggy and, and sluggish and all this stuff. And uh, he would come. I saw, ex comes here all the time. And he just told me last night that he was like, yo, wait and see when you see the season start. 
I'm finna win it this year. I said, bro, I believe you. He said, I feel better. Um, the thing with Nate Robinson, Nate Robinson is vegan, but uh, he hasn't eaten fish. He eats fish and shrimp. <laughs> Some people, it's um, like I went cold turkey. Yeah. Like like I would drive by Popeyes and I would get the chills like withdrawals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I would yeah. give up anything for them biscuits <laughs> and the Cajun. Uh, you know, you know, real real talk, cause I'm human and yeah. and I'm like, nah, man, stay away from me. It's the devil. Don't listen to it. And I'm like, damn, bro, but nobody's here. Nobody's watching. <laughs> One little piece of chicken. Ain't going to hurt nobody, right? <laughs> but I'm like, nah, man, listen, the doc told me. And uh, Nate Robinson told me, he's like, listen, man, I've been trying to eat healthier. He tells me, uh, I eat vegan five five days out of the week. Yeah. And uh, two days he eats, he has cheat days. Gotcha. Where he eats shrimp or fish tilapia whatever it is that he eats yeah but uh, i say this to say that that it made me feel it made me feel honored man to have two legends he's in the right company yeah man legends yeah. man legends so y'all know what it is bruce beats and eats alex martinez from organic food kings we practically related exactly man we're cousins yeah. man Big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, 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 beer. Big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, 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 beer. Bruce Beats and East the podcast, and we've made it to the Bruce portion. We still got Alex in the house with us. Organic Food Kings is the location, is the site. You're probably hearing all the elements happening. The reason I knew we had to get into the Bruce segment is because it started pouring. So I started pouring Pour up these beers. My. Uh, what we got here, for those who don't know, we, I got four beers for my guests to sample. As we uh, go through each beer, we'll talk early beer memories. Maybe the first time you had a beer, the first time you enjoyed a beer. Um, then we'll get, eventually we'll get into what you're drinking nowadays. Right. Um, and before it's all said and done, man, we're going to get a real quick one through four. Your, your, your most favorite to your least favorite here. Oof. The rules are the same. There's no sponsors. We're here to tell the truth. If you're feeling the beer, you're feeling it. If you're not, you're not. Yo, just let them know. Let them know, and maybe they'll tighten up and do some better work. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, we're going to go from your left to your right. We're going to start off with this very first one here. I'm going to break down the details of the beer while you uh, while you take a sip and and, and, uh, and let me know what you think. But this very first one, shouts to Conscious Kings. Conscious Kings came through with another beer. This is a Carib Breweries Limited, and this is their Carib Lager. It's a lager, clocks in at a 5%. Trinidad and Tobago is where it comes from, where it hails from. Alex, what you think of that first one? I like it. Okay. I like it. It uh, it tastes like a. I want to say it tastes like a, like a, a Bud Light. Okay. Or or, or a Corona Light. Got I want to say. Got you. Okay. It has the same feel. It has that same feel. Okay. But I do I do see the the flavor of uh, you on an island somewhere, mm. and you can sit back like a like a Corona Light. There okay. you go. I want I want to compare. I'm gonna compare everything, and I'm gonna there keep it real. Whoever don't like it. It is what it is. It reminds me of a Corona light. Now, that works out because for those who haven't gotten into, like, craft beers or anything, you're giving them a reference point. Of course. So if you if you, if you parlay it into something that most people have probably drank, then they know next time they come, if they come across these, they can, oh, I know that that's like right. that because Alex told me so. Of course. Now, 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 now let me say, if, if I had to pick a Corona or a Corona light, I'm going with the Corona. Okay. Does that make any sense? It does. So it's not bad. It's not bad. But, uh... 
you know? It's not it's not the option. If you have an option between two, it'd be the uh, it'd be the, the full body corona. No, it's the like. full body for your body type. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It. I feel like that's like more like a relaxing gotcha. but it has a good taste to it. I like okay. it. Early beer memories, man. Hashtag EBMs. It's something that we do here all the time on the show. Um, my guest hopefully shares an interesting story. The, maybe the first time they had a beer. Maybe the first time they enjoyed one. You want a good story, bad story? Uh, I got, hey, sometimes I got, the bad stories tend out to be the good stories. The good stories? <laughs> yeah. the ones. All right, so let me tell you a story, right? My 17th birthday, I never remember. I'll never okay. forget this, but I'll remember this for life. Uh, on my birthday, first time I had ever drunk anything. Yeah. Uh, so my father used to drink uh Miller. Uh, what is course? Course. Course. Used okay. to drink course or that Blue Bull, whatever beer has <laughs> yeah, a the Blue Bull. You know, my dad's old school. So my father had went on a fishing trip two days before my birthday and had left in back of his truck a cooler full of beer. I'm talking about. Yo, there was more, there was, they had more beer than they had fish, if that makes any sense, right? Mind you, I'm 17 years old, and I'm like, oh, it's, my birthday's 9-11 too, by the way. Wow. Yeah, so wow. I'm a, I'm an emergency. Yeah. So, um, 17th birthday, I got, I got my girlfriend there, my mom, my uncles, the whole family, a few friends, and we've been drinking for the last two, three hours, yo, and I'm, I'm talking about, I'm lit like a candle, mm. and I'm talking mm. about, yo, mm. fucked up. And uh, I remember I go for the line, I'm like, yo, this is the last one I'm going to drink before I get shit-faced. But it's always the last one. The, when you say the last one, that's the one. If I would, So listen, if I wanted to, went back and grabbed the last one, none of this story would make sense. If, I'm if like, the one before the last one, you would have been straight. I would have been straight. I would have been good. It would have been a good night, a great birthday, blow out the but candles. But you made the conscious decision that you're like, yo, this is the, the conscious king. You made the conscious decision to, to say, yo, this one right here this is the, the last, last one. one. This is the last one, right? So I go and I grab the supposedly the last one. And as I'm drinking it, I'm feeling like, like my conscience is talking to me like, no, don't do it. <laughs> you weren't ready. You can stop right here. Yeah, so, so check this out, right? So I'm like, damn, I guzzled it down, right? I'm like, doing what I guzzled it down. It is what it is. Uh, it's, it comes time. So my mother had gotten me, uh, it was a Tommy Hill sweater. Green Tommy Hill sweater. So I put the sweater on. And uh, you know, on the table, you got the cake. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Well, the table that, that we had at the house was like, you know how one end there's always an end to the wall. There's like a triangle. Gotcha. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You got one section pinned up. Right. Like a corner. So I have put the beer on the counter and I turn around to grab the beer and I'm talking and everybody's in the kitchen. People are dancing. You know how Spanish people party. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's dancing, but I, I'm the only one with the girlfriend at the time next to me and I turn around and, I, and I'm, I'm grabbing the beer and I'm talking to somebody and as I'm talking, I used to have... Uh, Corn rolls. Okay. Back then, niggas used to use the moose and the spray and all that crazy shit. And I guess that shit did a chemical imbalance with the sweater. And my whole shit said, I'm talking about I'm on fire. Yo, because the cake was behind you. The cake was behind me. You whipped around and grabbed the beer. (laughs) I whipped around to grab. Remember I told you I should never grab the last beer? (laughs) So I turned around to grab the beer, but somebody threw me off of what I was going to do. And I got my hand on the beer, but I'm talking. 
And I'm like, yo, fuck, something smell burnt. Like I smell like like glue. And I'm like, yo, something's burning. But everybody's cooking, you know? And I'm like, yo, this shit, damn, this shit stinks. When my girlfriend turns around and says, you're on fire. Yo, listen. Yo, it was crazy, bro. I almost jumped in the toilet. I, right, bro, this shit. In a situation, the, the duck and roll, it went out the window. I forgot about the duck and roll. I went straight panic mode. I'm, yo, they throw me on the counter. They, I'm trying to take the clothes off. They hitting me like a pinata with brooms. So I'm like, yo, why am I getting, why am I getting gang jumped on my birthday, right? I got hit with a mop, a broom. This ain't even tradition. What this ain't even tradition, eye? yo. Uh, chancletas. <laughs> to try to put out the fire. Wow. Yo, bro. I had a spot in the back of my head. For like, I, I want to say like two months. Wow. wow. For like two months. For like yeah. two months. I had a, I had a, I had a, a spot in the back of my head that looked like a helicopter landing. <laughs> like landing like, yeah. yeah. And, uh, so check this out. My father, instead of taking me to go get a haircut, since I drank all his beer, he made me rock that shit oh, for two months. Damn. And those who go to school know you can't wear a hat at school. No. no. So, hey, yo, listen, yo, this shit, I look like homie the clown, dog. <laughs> Remember the, the homie yeah, the clown yeah. shit? At the horseshoe. The horseshoe. The horseshoe. Yo. Oh, Yo, man. All right, you ready? Let's go. Let's do it. Second beer. Let's get into the second one, bro. All right. Fucking hell of a story, one. bro. Hopefully, this, this experience won't be like your first beer experience. We're not going to burn hair or nothing like nah. that. We're just going to enjoy these beers, yo. So let's get into the second one. This one, right? Yes, yeah. sir. All right. That next one is from Cricket Can Brewing. It's their mixed swaggers. It's a red ale. Clocks in it at 6% out of Winter Park, Florida. Let me know what you think of that one. You know what that tastes like to me, though? What's that? It tastes like a 40 or old English, though. <laughs> I swear. It brings you, that back. It, it brings, brings back that, that old E. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So if anybody don't want to stray too far from an OE, they should get that red amber. <laughs> that right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That should get me flashbacks, Ill. dog. Wow. Yeah. Um, I like it, dog. I used to like OE when I was younger and ratchet. That was the choice. That yeah, was that the was choice. Like, the yeah. OE, man, especially up north. Mm. The OE with a forty was good. Forties, yeah. Um, yeah. Damn, dog. Give me a get brummy black flashbacks, <laughs> man. Break dancing and shit. Yo, uh, that's how you stay hydrated. <laughs> yeah, stay Do hydrated, yo. Do some windmills. Crack the OE. forty, yo. Crack the OE. <laughs> Um, crazy, yeah, that's wild. Damn, yo, I don't know which one was better, the first one or this one. All right, you still got time to decide, though. Right, you can right, always right, sample right. some more, all and right, you right, can always right. go back to them just to refresh so, the memory. So it's like an OE. Okay, gotcha. It's like an OE. Gotcha, okay. The next one? Yeah, let's get into this third one. Right. Third one is from uh, Rogue Ales. This is their Bat Squatch Hazy IPA. It's an IPA. 6.7%. What's IPA? What's IPA, that? so IPA is Indian Pale Ale. And then pair, all right, you're talking beer talk. All yeah. Right, all right, I get it. So, <laughs> go ahead, try that one. I'll break it down. I'll break it down. So, IPAs are Indian pale ales. They're the, the ales that they would ship and send to India. Tastes like it, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, that one, you're going to notice that it's a, lot, it's a lot thicker. Right. It's got a little more character than the first two you had. Of course. And it definitely has, it'll have like some, depending on the hops that they use, they'll have like a citrus flavor to it. Like a, sometimes people compare it to grapefruit. Right. And then at the very end, it'll have that bitterness. 
that you so you took the words out of my mouth. That okay. this kind of reminds me, you know when uh you go to a club and you buy a drink and you leave the drink sitting for a while. Yeah. Which you can't do nowadays. We don't recommend that. No, you don't so recommend don't, don't do that. that no, you end up without jewelry and shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In no. a hotel room you paid for. In a hotel you paid for. <laughs> so um. This, but if you, uh, just, you like you let it sit out. You just let it. You, you like you left it unattended. I don't want to talk bad about it, but I, but I feel like God. Do what you feel, bro. Do what you feel. I feel. It's dog, not for everybody. That's for sure. It's uh. I feel like it's like a a girl drink. Okay. And nothing wrong with girl drinks. Mm. I drink girl wine. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. I, I, I get fucked up on that sipping <laughs> there. But I want to say this is like a margarita when you leave it, or they put too much chaser. The sour mix in the it. The sour mix. It's mm, like it's mm. like okay. Kind of tastes like you left it out, and, and it's a little watered down. To me, eh, t- okay. it, it does taste like liquor though. It tastes like real liquor. Okay. It tastes like a pineapple, fruity on the on a tropical island vacation type of drink. Got you. And you left out a pool for a little. Got you. <laughs> the, the, the sun got to the it. The sun got to <laughs> it. You got to it. All right, this is where I ask my guest, uh, what are you drinking nowadays? What's what's the beer of choice? Are you? Well, I'm vegan, my brother. The only okay. vegan beer is Corona. That's Corona's it? Corona's 100%. For real? Yeah, I didn't it's know 100%. That. Bro, I'm learning new shit. Oh, kombucha. Kombucha. kombucha yeah. If you need some, holla at me. I also got kombucha coming real soon. Okay. You know, we're sponsored by officially kombucha itself. So we're, we're dealing directly with the owners gotcha. of the kombucha. There's a lot of wannabes, try to be, but we... Kombucha. But you talking about the people who actually own the name kombucha? No, the brand. Oh, the brand. The, the brand. brand. Now you have other beers that look similar, look alike, but it's not. It's, it's not. Okay. It's not the original. Okay. Correct. Dope shit. So kombucha or Corona? So Corona. All right. Yeah. I'm a Hennessy type of dude too, man. Mm, like, you know, okay. To be like, shit, that counts really, too. Yeah, man. If you want to talk about beer, I'm more of a of a Hennessy. Yeah. On the rocks. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Nah, yeah, but I do drink Corona. Or Heineken. Okay. Yeah, Straight the up. staples, bro. The staples. Yeah. yeah, what was I forgot to ask. What was in that beer cooler? You remember what was that beer cooler that your pops it left behind? It was coors. It was that's right. Okay, it, it was coors. You said it was coors. You did say, yeah. It was coors and uh, the, the beer with the blue bull. That's right, that's right. You did say that earlier. I yeah, should pay attention. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking so here like I'm the one that's drinking. I'm for a little buzz. Let's get the beer, man. So, hey, let's get the story going before I forget. Bro, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call this one the last beer because we know what happens. Oh no, no, no. We don't say that word over here, my brother. Let's just say let's just call it the fourth. This is the fourth. The fourth. It's the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter. And we ain't trying to get into overtime, right? Exactly, my brother. So let me break down this fourth beer while you sample that one. The Duclaw Brewing Company, it's the pastry, Arky. Now, this is complicated right here. This is an oatmeal cream pie, imperial honey wheat ale. There's a lot. There's Yo, a lot going on this, with this Is beer. this sweet? Is it, are we, we having dessert beer right now? <laughs> That's what I kind of, that was like my strategy. I'm like, you at the end, we finish off with the dessert. I mean, I don't know how much dessert you're going to get out of it. Right. Besides the name. Right. But um, but this was at eight percent, so this is the heavy hitter. Out of the, the heavy group. hitter? Yeah, you started at five. You're over here at eight percent right now. At eight. So um yeah man and it's brewed out of Maryland so get that one to try Maryland all right yeah Baltimore Baltimore all right so we gonna call this the Raven hold up tastes like a Heineken does it yeah it tastes like a Heineken okay so so it's like right in your wheelhouse now this one's gonna have a lot more punch than a Heineken I'm gonna tell you right now <laughs> you know what you saw I, I I normally don't do the the double the double take but I had to take a double take with this one. Yeah. You definitely, definitely to me, is the best one. 
Okay. By far. Got you. So, I don't know if it's because I got a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> and the first three kind of help you warm up. Yeah, yeah, fourth. yeah. I think I think this was just the bam. Now, okay. um, this is more what 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 I what I would drink, my brother. I think I would I would more drink this one. Okay. Than any of the other ones. The one that I wouldn't, my least favorite one was the the number three. The the bat squash hazy IPA. So that's yeah, number that, four. That, yeah, that's that that was, that was horrible. Or the no fourth place. place. Uh, third place. Third place. No, no, no. no fourth, fourth. Yeah, because that's that fourth, last. Yeah. So you got one. You got first place. You got the pastryarchy. Right. The fourth place. You got the hazy IPA. So you, now you got to settle two and three, Oof. between the the Carib Lager and the McSwaggers. Red ale. Now listen, this is like, wow. This is like picking a favorite kid, right? And you're not supposed to do that, apparently. <laughs> you're not supposed to. I, so told. listen, it all depends on the situation. Yeah. Okay. I've heard that before. It's all of the situation. Yeah. Now, if if, if I'm just hanging out, uh, this is a meet and greet. Mm. I will go with number one. Because you're not trying to get too busy. I don't want to get too. Wanna... Yeah, I want to be on my p's and q's, and gotcha. I want to be professional. Yeah. Now, if I if I'm like on the beach hanging out. Not not on a sunny day. Nah. Just hanging out with some going, chill yeah, shit. Some chill shit. I will go with two. Got you. But this is the whole thing. Not that one is better than the other. I think they're both equally good. It just depends on the situation, the situation. that you're so, in. Got you. Me personally, I would go with the second one. I'm more of a heavy hitter. Got you. you. Know, I, I drink to get drunk. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, you're trying to get things done. Yeah, I'm trying to get drunk. I mean, when you decide to sit down and have a beer, you want to get things accomplished. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's I'm not really one of these casual uh, drinkers that you go home and you'll drink a drink and you're just drinking just to have a drink. Nah, yeah, yeah. man. When I get no, no. when I drink, I, I you do shit with purpose. Exactly, right? man. I get I get it popping. <laughs> know what I mean? So um, it's it's different. I think this is number one is more to be with the family. Gotcha. Number two is to be with the with the homies. I hear you. Know man, yo, excellent. One through four. One through four. Yo, Alex, he sampled the beers. He gave us a hell of a Hey, and story. I'm feeling super good right now, too, by the way, yo. I think number four did the bang. He put you over the top. Yeah. Not four. the last one, the fourth one. Yeah, the fourth one. The fourth, not the last not one. Not yeah. the last one, yo. That's what we do here at Bruce Beats and East, man. We get people in here sampling beers, and they start feeling good, and then they open up even more, which means that we got to get into these last two segments. Let's get into this Beats talk, and let's get into this East. Y'all stick around. Organic Food Kings, Alex, Bruce Beats and East, the podcast. The show. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast, and we have reached the Beats portion. Alex, this is the portion of the podcast where we get to know what your playlist looks like, what you listen to, what you came up listening to, right. um, that, that music that motivates you, you know what I'm saying, whether you coming up with, with the next recipe with Abuela, you know right. what I'm saying? Whether you out here politicking with the customers. What I listen to on the radio. What do you listen? What do you listen to? No, oh shit, you know what? Before we do that, before we do that, let's let's give a shout to DJ Got Now, which is You took the words out of my mouth, man. Shout out to my brother, man. Okay. Best DJ in the game. Yeah. Uh DJ Got Now, man. We also got the Got Now Lemon Pepper Sandwich. It's exactly. here, my brother. Best sandwich in the game. Also gotta send a shout out to my brother Shula the Don man. Shula the, the Shula Shrimp. The Shula Shrimp. You know what I'm Video saying? Video director extraordinaire. Oh man, he's just a great guy, man. Yeah, you can put him in so many good categories. Yeah. Both of these guys, man. That's why I feel, man, that I'm blessed to have both of these people in my corner, man. Mm. Got now as uh as Shula the Don, man. I think that uh I'm in one of these high positions that I am in my in my life because of these guys, man. Yeah. 
You know, I think they put me in a position, man, to win, and I I, I gotta pay homage and be grateful. That's you dope. know that that I got friends like that, man. Yeah. They're not even friends, man. They're family to me, man. Yeah. At the end of the yeah. day, yeah, man. You know, got now um super super good DJ. To me, man, one of my top favorite DJs of all time. Bro, he's you know, season three of Turn the Tables, uh, yeah. DJ competition champion. Yeah, man. Now I can't the title get home to the 305. Yeah, man, I can't get a hold of him now, man, because he's always, he's always traveling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, to different venues. He got places to be. He now. got places to be, man. <laughs> Tell another get married. Hey, yo, <laughs> yeah, subliminal. Yo, yo, shots five. Yo. Nah, man, he's always working, man. He's always doing different venues, man. I'm proud of him, man. I've seen him come. From, from uh, I don't want to say from the bottom, man, because, uh, you know, to me, man, he's always been very underrated. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Especially, man, I'm very, I'm hip-hop, man. I'm old school. I'm from the Rock Kim, KRS-One, mm. you know, from the, the staples, the, you like know, the, Scarface, yeah. the Big Pun, the Jay-Z, the Nas. So to hear a, a, a young, a young man, because he's very young, man, playing classic after classics. I listen to a lot of DJs, man, that... I see more commercial. I see more of the. I don't want to say no names of no artists, and I don't want to throw no shots. Yeah. But they but we play. We know what commercial is. Yeah. The stuff that you constantly yeah. get fed on the radio. That is. No matter Man, when you get you stuck go. in the elevator, the music they put on the elevator. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know. But um, I say that you know my my dog is uh. God now. God now is hip hop to the H, mm. man. He's just uh. Every time I, I listen to, to 92.7, man. Yeah, shout out, shout out to everybody over there, man. That's you know it's crazy, man. That that's the only I, I listen to that and uh, and the the Spanish station, of course. Yeah. But man, I haven't listened to any other radio station, not to say any names or nothing like that. And I have a lot of friends in these mutual radio stations. But when I listen to Got Now, I got hip to it because of Got Now, and it's like. It's on uh, my. It's even on my. It's even my wife's car, okay. my car. Uh, it, it's just I put everybody onto it, man. I really like when I listen to to God now, man. It kind of brings me back to to different stages of my life: the good, yeah. the bad, the ugly, and uh, it's humbling, man. It's humbling, man. That's dope. He's he's a, he's a better better per, a better friend, man, than a DJ. I can say that. And he's a wow. great DJ, he's man. Great DJ. So he's one of the lot. best DJs. I want to say ever, man. You know, that's I think that uh, my dog is just—he's about to break through any any time now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, he's in his prime. Very underrated, man. I think. Well, when when he won the championship, uh, best DJ, what was it? Was turn the table. Turn the table. Yeah. It was crazy because uh, I had my whole family. Yeah, I was tuned in. I was tuned in. I was tuned in the whole time. It was a dope event. Yeah, and I'm like. I, I, I normally I don't do the Instagram the social media thing like that but I'm there I'm locked in and he's playing the biggie I'm like yo I'm like yo I'm like a fan in the back like yo that's my man but uh yeah man definitely man shout out man I pay homage to the homies man so, God now and Shula definitely man yeah. very underrated dude man great yeah. dude the God now lemon pepper chicken sandwich the Shula shrimp, shrimp sandwich, sandwich. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna throw something out there before we keep on with the beats what if y'all? What if we put together something called the uh, bruised beef and eat sweet potato fries? Right. I'm saying. I don't know. Consider it. You, you, my people, talk to your people. Well, well, well you know, you know, it's crazy. You say that, my brother. My brother, JT. I'm trying to get in here. No, listen to this, man. I'm very. Uh, I don't want to say weird, man. Nah, we're just good. Yeah, we do weird. Excellent. But I, but I know I'm not normal, man. If that yeah. makes any sense, man. And I think sometimes, man, 
uh, not being normal is a good thing, right? Definitely. Um, I I don't know what it is. What if it's my sixth sense? What it is? I just or came. The spider sense. The spider sense. Yeah, yeah. I just came out with loaded tater tots what? by mistake. So, <laughs> by mistake, right? So let me tell you the whole situation. I come in and I'm like, we didn't have no French fries, right? I was waiting for the uh, for for the French fries to get here. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, but I want I want loaded fries. And I'm like, well, I look, I'm like, damn, we got tater tots. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, tater tots loaded. That that don't sound too good. But I'm like, ah, I'm here by myself. Fuck it, let's do it. I do the loaded tater tots. And when I tell you, I'm eating the loaded tater tots. My my dog JT, a very famous camera guy. I don't know if you know who JT is. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. JT. Yeah, JT money. JT. Yeah, JT. He does camera. He does a lot of things for a lot of big people, man. He does a lot of footage, pictures, okay. directing. Good dude, man. And he pulls up as I'm as I'm taking the second bite. And I'm like, yo, wow. I'm like, yo. So he's like, yo, let me try that, son. Somebody I'm like, share the experience. yeah, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm like, yo, I don't know if I'm so hungry. You know when you're super hungry that the food tastes extra better? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yo, my man, try these tater tots. And he's like, he takes a bite out of them and he goes, yo, I want that. He's like, what is that? And I'm like, yo, I don't even know what it is. I'm like, hold on. Let me try to make it the same way I just did this. And I went and I did it the same way. And he was like, yo, I'm like, we can't even tell nobody about this. Mm. So there's a lady has us on, uh, on Instagram live. Okay. She's doing a live something. And yeah. so one of my other boys sees it. He calls me like 10 minutes later. Yo, I want the loaded tater tots. Oh, and so, I'm, she, so she was doing her own live thing. Own and she live. ended up capturing what y'all was doing off in the. Yeah. So me and my man were, were here. We're eating. This is like, as I'm eating and he takes a bite out of it. He's like, yo. Yo, this is this is out of out of this world. And the lady's like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "Oh no, it's nothing." But the lady's like zooming in because <laughs> this is how things become. It's like an outbreak type of thing, right? And I'm yeah. like, "Oh man," the lady's looking like I get a call literally, bro, like eight minutes later. Now, now the one that called me is a somebody. Mm-hmm. He's, 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 a, he's a celebrity. Yeah. Comes like, "Yo, man, what's up? How come I don't know about that?" And I'm like, "No, but you know, he's like, yo, I'm on my way. I'm coming for the for them loaded taters." <laughs> so. That's something that I was waiting for the right time, yeah. the right moment. Uh, but damn, what, what better to do it with Big Head Ed, man? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, hey, all of us. Uh, man. Yeah, all of us, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're going to launch it, man, on the podcast. The, oh, that's dope. Exclusive, yeah. Exclusive, yo. man. Yo, yo, you got to come to the podcast to drop the exclusive. I appreciate that. Another exclusive is, and we're going to get back to the music, but another, it's hard. Not to it's talk hard, man. It's hard, man. Let's talk, man. I'm married. I don't talk a lot at home, man. So let's get it all out, man. <laughs> yeah. This is your opportunity. This is my opportunity. I feel like I'm at therapy, son. <laughs> yeah. Let's get it out. You guys are starting to do brunch. We're gonna. So this is what we're gonna do, What's, right? Yeah. Break that down. So, a lot of I see a lot of vegan places. Remember, I started off as a food truck, right? Mm-hmm. So now we're expanding all the new places that we're opening. A shout out to my boy King, uh, another business partner. You know what I'm saying? We call him Brooklyn's Finest. We're going to launch a few more locations. And he's the one that came up with the, with the idea because he eats a lot of breakfast. He's a breakfast dude. I don't really eat breakfast like that. Yeah. You know, I'm more like I drink an orange juice or I drink a, a smoothie. But he's always like when I call him, he's eating pancakes or sausage or, you know, like a, like a Denny's vegan breakfast. Mm. So I'm like, yo, what do you think? I'm like, yo, I want to try that because it's like 
it's like uh, when you go to Denny's, what's that big thing? The, the, the lumberjack. The, the grand slam. The grand slam. The lumberjack, right? Yeah. So my man FaceTimes me, and the shit looks like a healthy lumberjack. Mm. I'm not going to lie. When I hang up with my man, I tell my wife, yo, how come you can't do stuff like this? I'm like, yo, grandma, I want some, some vegan bacon, vegan ham, vegan eggs. I want a lumberjack, but vegan, right? So my man tells me, yo, this is how you do this, this is how you do that. So I said, why don't we do a Sunday and a Wednesday vegan breakfast? So what we're going to do is I just hooked up with the Betty Crocker. She is the next, what's the lady that's on the... Wait, not Aunt Jemima. Aunt Jemima. She's the next Aunt Jemima. But she's at the pancake game, right? Okay. So listen, I ate, she brought me some samples of pancakes and I said, wow. I said, yo, this is better than going to IHOP when they give you all the pancakes you can eat. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. And I was like, yo, these don't even taste vegan. Everything with me is realism. It has to be real. Yeah. I don't want something that it tastes all right. Mm. It has to taste that like you the... can automatic that you kind of tell that it's not the, uh, the genuine article. Right. Like, I, bro, you know, like, I, I'm from Brooklyn, man, so we're different. You know what I'm saying? I want everything to be as real as it is. I don't want it to be, oh, well, kind of 60%. So I had other people that have brought me samples, but it wasn't there. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, to mm-hmm. organic food king standards. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So a lot of people want a piece of the pie. And we, we do we do give people the opportunity to be a part of the team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Jordan did it doing by himself. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody, nobody talks about the great people that were around him. Nobody talks about Scottie Pippen, Horace Grant, uh... Stephen Kerr, yeah, you yeah. know, they don't talk about Dennis Rodman. Everybody always talks about MJ's the greatest to ever do it. Yeah. And I'm going to keep it real with you. If it wasn't for the supporting act around him, he would have won rings, but he probably would have won three. Mm. Probably would have won four. But what, he would have won six? And I'm a Michael Jordan fan, bro. If you look at me, yo, I'm Jordan down. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. all I rock. But what I'm saying is I give people shots to... to to bring things to the table because I believe uh, a part a part of greatness is the you're only as great as the people around you. You're only as good as the weakest link in your in your group. Yeah. So I have given from I even gave a, a teenage kid, which he has some really really good stuff, but um for him to do what he was gonna do with us, mm-hmm. um it was gonna take away from his school. Okay. So I'm more of a nah man. You know what? Stay in school, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The kid got, got some ball skills, real good ball player. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, you got you got talent, you got skills, and why am I going to take time that you're not going to be able to go to school? You're going to have to cut back. And to me, man, get your education, my brother. What's yeah. written is written. What faith is faith. I'm a big believer. What, what's destined to happen, it's already written. Yeah. So, you know, if we do meet up later on in life, then, you know, so be it. But I, I decided to step away from that situation because I have kids, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I think it's better... Uh, his uh his future man. It's better fitted if he just yeah it's stays, better fitted yeah man because like he like his dad told me his parents told me you know <laughs> with clarity that you know for him to do what I wanted him to do he was gonna have to That's stop cool. going to school as much as he is and you know to me man it's it's not about it's not about that man yeah you know what I'm saying yeah so it, it's different bro it's yeah. very different so we do like you know we have we have collabos with uh Courtney's cookies okay. You know, uh, it's a cookie that I, I tried it. I ran into it because of a friend. He told me it was the best cookies around. 
So I reached out to them and I said, listen, I want to do a collab with you guys. You know what I'm saying? A cheesecake that I have. Um, I've eaten cheesecake at a bunch of different places and it never did it for me. And then I tasted a cheesecake and I'm like, oh, whoa, it's changed like the Cheesecake Factory. But better. But vegan. But vegan. It ain't gonna kill me, right? And I'm like, wow, well, listen, you know, me and my wife, I'm like, yo, we, we, we need to get a hold. I'm like, my wife is the one that handles everything when it comes to, to the back end stuff. But we got a hold of the girl and we, and we got it going. Mm-hmm. So I do believe, man, that the people around you do make you great, yeah. make you greater. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what we're about, man. We're about helping people, helping the vegan community. If everybody is vegan, I think that, that I'll be satisfied. I feel like my goal's done. Yeah, you know like you said saying? earlier, one vegan yeah, a day, man. One vegan a day, man. One vegan a day, man. It's like, what's that saying? That uh, one apple a day. Yeah, 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 man. It's the same thing, man. Right. One one organic food king's burger a day, man. You're gonna live to a hundred. <laughs> you know what I mean? You talk, you, you that's talk, the new slogan. Yeah, that's it. Put it on a business card. Yeah, Ew. for real, man. You discuss teams and the, and, the, and the importance of having teams and, and bringing people together that have the right things who meet the standard. That right. way, we could y'all could all move forward and and continue to impress. Right. The, the public with what you are bringing teams groups greatest hip-hop group you think wow i gotta bring it back to the music yeah wow best hip-hop group now you want to talk about uh r&b like uh rap no, you the know straight, the straight hip-hop oh. rap can i get options can i get an a b and a c uh <laughs> all right rank them yo you got you yo got listen three. uh if you talk about best hip hop groups of all time, I gotta go with a lot. Okay. From the locks to D block to the whole Rough Riders, <laughs> the whole Rough Ride, but me, the best group I have to say is the locks. Hands down, bro. To me, it's the locks. Style speed, juices for life. There's a connection there. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jada. You know, like to be to be honest with you, man. Like I listen to a lot of like uh, Lloyd Banks, uh, okay. Fab, uh, you know, Jada. It's just Kendrick. Okay. Um, Tali Kwali. You know, like I'm real hip hop. Like I like punch bars, delivery. Yeah, yeah. So, man, we're going to talk hip-hop, man. Let's talk hip-hop, man. That's what I'm talking about. The locks. All right. Dope, dope. So, you got you got your group covered. Damn, your group covered. Let's, I know you discussed. It's hard to do, like, the top four or the top five because there's certain people that are always going to be up there. Like you mentioned earlier, Kane, Karis, one. Yeah, Kim. That's a, no, that's a fucking, given. Let's do it, man. That's like, a given. Um, this is something that's crazy, man. Uh, I was at Drink Champs the other day, man. And this was yo, shout out to EFN, yo. Yeah, man, shout out to too. EFN, man, and Nori, and, and uh, everybody over there, man, at Drink Champs, man. That's family, man. Shout out to Boris. Oh, shout Sun- to Boris, yeah. Shout Boris out to Sonny D. You know, to the whole fam, man, everybody over there, man. Um, It was a question that they were doing A or Bs. And I'm over yeah, here. Yeah, that's the, that they call that the quick time with slime. Yo, the quick time with slime. Yeah. And I'm over here like, yo. And, and they're they talking to Ty Lee. And I'm like, and I'm like, yo, this is something that I'll be like, yo, it's it's C. I could you this so you cannot pick one. Like, like I lived through the whole Jay Z and Nas battle. Now mind you, you from Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. (laughs) I'm from Brooklyn, right? But I lived in I lived in Queens and Woodhaven for a little while, right? It's like that, yeah. It's like that whole shit from Kendall and Hialeah. You you know what I'm saying? So, so uh. 
Jay-Z to me, man, it's uh, it's different, man. Like, so is Nas. There's some rappers, man, that are just that different, man. I feel like it's like once once in a in a in a lifetime you get to see this yeah. type of talent, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've uh I feel look the first I'm gonna so I'm gonna get down to it. The first album that I got my mother to buy me was the Nas the uh, it, it was written? No, it was, Illmatic was the first one. Yeah, Illmatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, it was the, Illmatic. The New York State of Mind. The New York State of Mind. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was Illmatic, right? It was Illmatic. And uh, I remember every night I had my fucking boombox. Remember that big ass radio <laughs> that you could walk on the side of your neck? And I remember, dog, I used to I used to look in the mirror, dog, and I'll be... I'll be rapping like I'm Nas, like I was like, yo, like in my mind, I really felt like I was Nas, yeah. right? But then it's time, you can't take no lyricism from Nas, you cannot take no credibility, no nothing, Nas, top five of all time, and that is what it is, yeah. but being from Brooklyn, Jay-Z's always been my favorite rapper, Okay. for the okay. sense that it's just, man, the, the lyricism, the, the Jay-Z to me, man, it's... Blueprints to a reasonable doubt. It's just my favorite rapper, man. I can relate. I hear the one. Jay Z, there's only a few rappers, man, that I still to this day, like, uh, I listen to the music and I see a story. I see a movie. Oh, they, yeah. I see a motion picture. They're so good at describing the situations yeah. in their rhymes that they put you in that place. Right. So, so let me let, let me break this down. And fucking, I can keep it real on this show, right? Please do. Um, so, I did time, right? I did time and, um, I had a little, I had a little radio. They, when when you do prison time, man, they give you a little radio, man. Okay. That sometimes you gotta. There's certain radio stations, but uh, as time, like the, I would, I would sit there, and they ended up coming out with like an MP3 that you would have to buy and download songs and okay. shit, so you could listen to it up the road. All my shit was Nas, Jay Z, uh, Big L, mm, uh, the, yeah, Big L, uh, Nori. Uh, you know, it's just so like the to me, man. The New York state of culture, the rap, the the KRS one, yeah. the bro, man. Even for Kumo D, you know what I mean? Yeah, going back. It, yeah, you know, man. It was just all my shit. Like I had maybe like two or three Trick Daddy songs, mm -hmm. but what I'm trying to say is, there's rappers, man, that you can see the vision. You close your eyes, man, and you're laying on that pillow and you got that headphone on, and you're like, oh shit, you see the motion picture. That I don't even think Steven Spielberg could paint that type of picture, man. For and real. It, yeah, it, it's crazy, man. For and real. I think Jay Z is one of the ones that. It's capable of doing that. It's capable of doing that. So is Nas. Uh, another one, to me, that is in my top five is Eminem. Okay. Trying to steal the GI Joe, right? 
and grandma caught me taking the fucking G.I. Joe. It was like $7. She don't want to buy me the G.I. Joe. Yo, so I'm like, fuck it. You ain't going to buy me the G.I. Joe. I'm taking it, right? She caught me as I'm ripping the G.I. Joe out the, out the thing, right? And I remember, dog, I'm crying. I'm like, oh, she's like, you ain't getting shit now, right? And I'm like, oh, grandma, I'm crying, and I'm making a show, right? My nigga, she closed her hand, the, the back of her hand, like the, the, the bottom of the back of her hand. She karate chopped me in the she throat. The knife edge. Yo, nigga, she hit me so hard, she knocked the cry out of me, dog. <laughs> hey, listen. You, I was, you know when, when you when you when you like so yo, hey listen, sometimes to this day, dog, I still swallow and I feel that shit. I swear to God, dog. I swallow hard and I still feel when grandma hit me with the back of the hand, dog. Right? And I asked grandma, she denies it. I'm like, you wouldn't like it. She she like no I never did that. I said grandma you wouldn't like if I push your ass off the fucking off the wheelchair and tell you how to do it right grandma. I said grandma you don't remember. I said I remember bro look, bro man, bro I'm 37 years old man and when I swallow hard I feel my grandmother's hand. I, when I, yo for real true story man. So what were we my brother we were talking about what and uh. <laughs> I was vibing, my brother. Grandma made an appearance. Every time I love grandma stories, bro. Oh, man. But uh, no, nah, but you, so you were talking about just in general, uh, the, the hip hop growing up, listening to uh, these these cats that painted these pictures for you. Right. And that's man. why you gravitated to Jay Z and, and Nas and, and and those cats of that right. of that ability where they could paint a picture. And more, if you locked up, if you're locked up, right. and now you have this music to take you away. <laughs> right. You, it, I could see why that. Was the most important because, like, yo, they're taking me out of this place. Like, if I'm confined, they're taking me out of yeah, they're taking me out of this world and yeah. bringing me to another world. As a matter of fact, not to break the conversation or nothing, but let me bring you up to this. The ones, why don't these people get played on the radio? Griselda and, and Benny the Butcher. Now, listen, not for nothing, man. I had to take that shit off my mind. I see the other day, right? I'm listening. I'm still like it gave me flashbacks. Like when I would have sold the catcher's pizza or PTSD. Like, I'm like, yo, like, these niggas are lyrical, yo. Like, I was like, wow. Like, everybody from that camp, right? So, and these are dudes that if you listen to them, it's a story, it's a method, it's a line, punch bar, line, delivery, what hip-hop is supposed to be. A lot of these people go, they see a story on Netflix, they see a movie, and they go in the booth, and they make up a story. Shit ain't hip-hop, man, because of rhymes, words, and this. No, man, I want, you know what I'm saying? You want the authenticity. I you want, want the... You want to be, you want to know that, get the feeling at least that these people is right. what they talk right. about. Right, like, uh... As like, opposed to trying to manufacture a story and then trying to say it's yours. Right. Oh, I say this to say that. Um, my father, my father's originally from the Bronx, from Bathgate. Right. My father used to chill a lot of Jimmy's. My father knew Pun. My father used to take me to the barber shop when I was a kid over there. Uh, Pun, Pun and Fat Joe in the barber shop, uh, in New York. Yeah. And uh, my father used to take me there. My father's a uh, old school New Yorker. He knew Pun. He knew Joe. And uh, I say this to say that, man. Me growing up, I listened to Joe, and I knew that the shit that Joe was talking about was real. It wasn't no punch bar. Like, it, how do I say this without? If you know Fat Joe, man, from New York, man, you know what he talks about is real, man. Everybody knows Joe Crack. And, and niggas, you go to the neighborhood and they'll tell you, hey, man, Joey, yeah, Joey, you know what I'm saying? 
So it was, it was, it was stamped, sealed, that, that this dude, what he's rapping about is real shit. The nigga didn't go in and, and, and because he rhymes good and he got good lyrics to know, man, the shit that he talks about. And I can tell you firsthand from growing up, you know what I'm saying, that the shit that he was talking about was real. So that's why my, my, my music list is so short of rappers. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of that sneak in under the, the, the like the real nigga umbrella, yes. the real nigga umbrella, yeah. and uh, yeah. they, they they couldn't hold water. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If a situation happened, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I, I say this to say that man, um, there's certain dudes that I listen to like like Jeezy. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I've always liked Jeezy, and you know it's crazy because I was locked up with a few dudes from BMF. Okay. When I when I did time. Okay. And uh, I don't want to name the dude's name. But, uh, nah, don't. I don't want that. Nah. I don't want that smoke, bro. Right, <laughs> nah, nah. nah, he's my brother, man. You right. know, uh, shout good. to the dude. We yeah, really gotta man. mention hey. no names, yo, yeah, to sh- protect the innocent. And when yeah. I say innocent, I mean me. You know nah, nah, man. Good dude, man. <laughs> Dog go to church, man. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I was talking to him, and I was like, man, I never met Jeezy. Uh, I, I, you know, I like his music. You know, the, one of one of my favorite albums is the Thug Motivation, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he was my bunkie. He was my bunkie. It's crazy how the weather. Me and the me and the dude that knows Jeezy. Yeah, yeah. Because they were kids. So you know, everybody in jail, you are who you want to be. Just like in Miami, you are whoever you want to be. But when when I saw letters that Jeezy wrote to the dude, and uh, you know what I'm saying, that he could call Jeezy collect, mm. and, and and the dude gets money on the books, and he got. I'm like, oh, okay, so. So it's real. Yeah. And you know, not to put no war stories or nothing out there, man. But Jeezy's a, another stamp dude. Another dude that my dad used to be very cool with is Tego Calderon. Oh, shit. Okay. Tego. Pa que se lo gocen. Uh, pa que se lo <laughs> uh, That's another dude, dog. As real as they come. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, that, and it, it's... What I'm trying to say, my brother, is, man, there's so much... There's very... Right now, man, I think uh, be, uh, Benny and, you know, the mm. Griselda and all of them, man, tell me... To me, man, they official tissue, man. Gotcha. I think that hip-hop is missing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and I think that, I don't want to say hip-hop is dead. It's never dead. Mm. Never dead with all the with all the, the greats and the, the legends that we have, man. We got so many greats, man. Like, to me, man, uh, Nori. You mm. know, um, when when, uh, when my father died, I was doing, uh, my father my father couldn't go see me in prison uh, because he was one of the dudes that I had to do in the case. He was one of the my, my co-defendant mm. so but I was the only one that went to prison you know what right, I'm saying right, I, right. I did I did a five year bit so um it's crazy because I talked to Nori about this the other day um the, uh, my father my father died uh while I was in prison and uh wow well, yeah yeah man it's crazy but um one of the songs man that that helped me uh Deal and cope with the pain with no reason sometimes. Sometimes, and that's why, man, if you look at the Organic Pool Kings Instagram, I got a few posts from Nori, and it's me and him next to each other, and I'm playing that song. A lot of people can see a picture with me and Nori, but um, it's uh, if it was to me, man, I would hear that song, man, on repeat all night on the MP3 player, and I'm like, I felt like, damn, dog, like God punched out the clock too early on my dad. That's another story, though, but if it wasn't. For, for no song, man. I really felt, man, that I probably would have gotten more time, or I would have lost it, or I would have came out and still continued to do the dumb shit that I was doing, man. And I thank Nori. I thank them in person, man. I thank them in person. And uh, you know the thing, man. Anybody that knows Nori, man, Nori is as humble as they come, man. He's as real 
He don't he don't see that celebrity status. Nori talks to everybody, bro. Whether you're a, a athlete or whether you clean his car on Sunday, it. man. He says it on the pod. Yeah, man. Pod, he says it. He's like, yo, he said his dad taught him. <laughs> right. He said it on the pod. His dad right. taught him, yo, you treat the president of the company and you treat the janitor of the place the, the same, same bro. And that's why, um, you know, my father was a boxing. My father was a uh, Golden Glove champion too. My father, so so was his dad. Yeah. And it was oh, like, man, it's yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot of similarities. Uh, my father's also, um, my father, uh, we lived in Queens for a long time. Yeah. And, um... I know Nori for for many years. I, you know, I go way back with Nori, but um, I never got to tell Nori in person. Like, yo, yo, my brother, yo, slime. Let me tell you that that song kind of like what's the correct word, man? It kind of it kind of made me think of all the good, and, and I feel the the pain. The, it, it's been it's been it's been years, and I still feel the pain to this day. My father's been dead since 2013. I got out 2000. I got out. My father died um, a year before I got out, right? Uh, and um, the the song, man, I remember when I started getting, and I started reading his letters that he would write me. And, uh, you know, me and my dad used to write each other back and forth a lot. And I would read it and listen to, to Nori's song sometimes. And I would really, in my mind, see the old boy. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, man, I talk about it, man. My eyes get watery, man. That shit, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's therapy, man. It's therapy. And that's, that's what I think. I, that's what I think. Hip hop is missing now, man. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, man. Tali Kweli, man. One of the most lyrical. Mm-hmm. Him, Kendrick Lamar, yeah. uh, J Cole. Yeah. You know, the, these are these are these are dudes that I listen to, and I'm like, yo, t- this is hip hop. Yeah. Like, like, I, this this yeah. Song. And you know what it is? Is that they do. J. Cole gets his play. Kendrick gets his play whenever he drops an album. Right. Um, but there's so much of the other stuff, and like it, 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 it becomes saturated with the shit that's not, let's say, healthy. You know what right. I'm saying? It right. Have that doesn't have that feel that you're looking for. You know what right. I'm saying? That's a remedio. One last thing before we get out of the beat section, let's talk Pyrex popping. Right. Best video of the year. Yo, hey, <laughs> Shula the Don. Best video of the year. My dog Gunplay Ross. Was on site, on I scene. was on site, man. There, there was organic food kings on the spot too. Yeah, man. Uh, it's crazy, man. Uh, so let me get let me get into that, man. I, I fuck with Gunplay heavy, man. Gunplay, uh, Shula, these are these are brothers, man. This is family, man. So this is something. Gunplay, for example, Gunplay is so fucking lyrical, bro. I, I think Gunplay is one of the most underrated, underappreciated. Rap MCs, especially in Miami, bro. Mm. Like, then I don't want to throw no shots at nobody, man. But man, why the fuck is it my man Gunplay, man, playing on the radio all day long, man? Have you heard? Uh, have you heard the Pyrex popping? Yeah, yeah. That, and I it, drop him that for the count of one. Yo, listen, man, bro. <laughs> hey, when the I got I got a sneak peek of it before it dropped, before uh, it actually got out. And I swear to you, bro, I called Gunplay. I called Gunplay and I said, yo, my brother, I feel like I'm still in the kitchen, you know what I'm saying, with the scale, and and, and not that, I, not that I'm, um, um it's that, it's that, what's the word, it's not that I'm promoting that or nothing, yeah. because that's not what I'm doing, yeah. what I'm saying is the vision, man, you feel it, also, man, I feel like, uh, Gunplay, man, just, Gunplay, man, y'all, y'all get ready for Gunplay, man. I've heard a, a few things, man, that Gunplay's been working on. Okay. And Gunplay, man, to me, man, is uh, 
is my, my favorite MC out of Miami, bro. Him and Zoe Dollars. Okay. Him and Zoe, another dude, Zoe Dollars. Yeah. Another, my brother, man, another very underrated right. dude, man. I just think that the radio, man, ain't ready for, for real, real it's rap, not. man. It's, yeah. not. it's not. Like me, man, I listen to Gunplay shit, and I'm like, I feel like I'm like what I when I used to be in the hood and this like and I feel that motivation that motivation it gives you the like I'm gonna be real with you man like I wouldn't and not be, hustle in that sense but hustle and do what in you general right now in general yeah, everybody got a hustle man yes. you you could be hustling purses you could be hustling shoes yeah. you could be hustling whatever cigarettes you could be hustling whatever whatever it is it's a hustle mm-hmm. right and it's your hustle yeah. right so every time bro that I'm not gonna lie, bro. I feel, bro, that even though that now that I'm that I'm a success, I'm successful, bro, and I give back a lot to the community and everything, bro. I feel, bro, that I wouldn't be who I am if it wasn't for the gun plays, mm. if it wasn't for the Shula the Dons, gotcha. if it wasn't for the the DJ God now, if it wasn't for the Zoe's, if it wasn't for the Norries, and and I'm not just saying this because I know them firsthand. There's a lot of other people that I know, but I'm not naming them. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because these people are are hip hop, yeah. are lyrical, um, and this is what we're missing, bro. Like I feel, bro, that people have gone more about they'll, they'll throw on a a, a, a a hook and they'll just make two three words and that you know I don't know if I told you that I used to do music before. Yeah, yeah, we get, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to do, a, I used to do music, man. You got pro- you, man you shout out to my brother Scott Storch, man. Yeah, Yo, you didn't Mr. get production Scott. credits on something that you did. Yeah, man. But, I don't but want, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what it is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man. You know, it's uh, some things, man. They said, man, it's better unsaid than untold, man. And it is what it is, man. I know, you know, there's the the few people that know what I was a part of and what I wasn't a part of. You know, it's a dirty business, man. That's why, you know. A lot of the greats are not in there no more. Everybody's yeah. investing into other things, man. Cause you know, to it's like the life to extend the life, man. Yeah. It's like football, man. You know, very few make it to twenty years. Mm-hmm. You know what you I'm gotta saying? Put shit in place you gotta, so you gotta. When you're out of there, when your body tells you it's time to go, you got the next thing. You got going. the next thing popping and ready, man. But yeah, man, definitely, man. Oh. I, I, man, I feel, man. That I miss the Jay Z's. Yeah. I miss the Nas's. You know what I'm saying? I no, and it's a beautiful thing that they're still making music to an extent. They're still making music. But it's so not the, like the takeover. Come on, yo. Bro, I want to, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like the takeover, man. Uh, got yourself a gun. Yo, I, look, as a matter of fact, I just heard that a little while before I got here. I was listening to the the, the Nas, the, the Nas got yourself a gun. I'm like, oh, uh, you can hate me now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bro, it's like, there's, there's, there's levels to this yeah, shit, man. Uh, it's different, man. And I'm glad you said that, because there is levels. And we have one final left oh, to get man. into. About to be game over. And then, and then, Talk and to then me. we're going to conquer this, yo. We got the Eats portion left. Y'all stay tuned. We're st- yo, believe it or not, we're going to talk more Eats. Y'all stick around. Alex, in the crib. Organic, organic Food, food Kings. Best vegan spot in Miami. Best vegan spot in Florida. Damn it, I even go far as going best vegan spot in the world. We're the Kings, baby. The Kings. What more you got to hear? Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast, and we have reached the Eats portion of the podcast. This is the portion of the podcast where we get to know our guests' food taste 
You've heard it's been sprinkled throughout the, the whole episode. You you've heard you've heard Alex's story where he used to sneak off and get that prime rib before he pulled up to <laughs> the crib. There's bars there, um, and uh, and then found himself in a position in a situation where he was told that he has to make a change in order to keep existing, which he so much wanted to do. So kids, family, everybody to be there for them, and now we find ourselves in a place where you can get some of. The, Oh, you said it. The Most best food in Miami, the in the world. Food in Miami, all right, and even the world. In some opinions, even the world. Who knows? Take on any challenges, right? Any challenges, any challenges. Man. It gets lonely up here, man. The planes. You know what I'm saying? The people look real small from up here. You know what I'm saying? It gets lonely up here, Tell man. Em. It gets lonely up here, man. Tell them. You know, yeah. but uh, <laughs> but here we are. Here we are. So, um, let's go. We, we talked about some of the items on the menu, um, and and we talked about not not picking favorites when it comes to kids of course are, are, are you willing to pick a favorite off the menu right now of course so let me tell you something i got four kids i can't pick a favorite but i will tell you that my daughter the smallest one runs the house with an iron fist so she's the smallest one and she runs the house what i can say is our burgers are to die for gotcha empanadas phenomenal the quesadillas it's Which I haven't tried. I think that that might be. I'm something. about to give you a quesadilla, my boy, okay. so you can yeah. see what I'm talking about. I had the empanadas. He's not lying. I've had the burger. He's not lying. The chicken sandwich. The chicken sandwich. That was my introduction to it. And no lie, being told there. Every time I take a bite of the chicken sandwich, I think of the Popeyes lady, man. You know what I'm saying? She, you know, I hear her voice. She makes an appearance. She makes an appearance. <laughs> so it, it's it's different, man. What we're doing, man. It's I'm making it easy for people to live longer. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, when when people, when the mind is the most powerful thing, my brother. Mm. And, and my father used to say this all the time, man. You know what I'm saying? You could feel pain. You could be going through situations. You could be at your at your downest moments in your life. But if your mind, if you, you block that out and you make yourself think something, and you talk it into existence, mm-hmm. it's the most powerful thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything that I'm going through right now, I've talked this all up. Nobody believed in me. A lot of people thought that uh, that I was going through a midlife crisis. That uh, why would I invest into something that has to do with grass and trees and avocados and what's wrong with you? And now that I'm doing super good, oh, I told you you were going to do good. No, 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 you didn't. Everybody now is like, oh, we're proud of you. But you're the one that said that, no, you would never do that. And what, what am I doing? Yeah. But I did it because uh, I believe in it. I bleed it. I breathe it. Um, I'm from Brooklyn, man. You know, the, I've always learned, man. You gotta know how to how to lose in order to win. There's no balls, there's no glory. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I learned this from who was it? The guy from Apple, um, uh, Steve Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Uh, I read I read a book on him, man. And in the book, man, it says something that still to this day, man. It, I think about it all the time. That the guy said, um. One of the richest men in the world had enough money that he could buy whatever he wanted. But when he got in a situation where he's dying and fighting for his life, he says, I've thought that money was going to be the fix to everything. I have all the money in the world. And the only thing that I cannot buy is my health and my life. So what's the point of having all this money and being rich and one of the biggest influencers, pioneer computer guys in the world, but you cannot save your, yourself mm. with your life. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something that even after I read the book, 
I'm like, I used to feel like that before because I'm like, man, I'm always depressed, sad. I feel like I, I think I'm bipolar because one day I'm happy, the next day I'm sad, the next day I'm depressed. And I'm like, damn, well, I got the beautiful family, the kids, the picket fence, the dogs, the businesses. Why am I feeling this way? I'm like, there's people that'll give up a leg to be in my position. There, I got friends that ain't never coming home, that uh, ain't never gonna see a, a, a street light. You know what I'm saying? I'm never gonna be able to drive a car and uh, they would give up anything to be in my situation. And why am I so sad? So, as uh, I thought I was crazy. I thought I was bipolar. That, to be real with you, I thought I was bipolar. Because I'm like, damn, one day I'm, I'm mad, the next day I'm sad. But I've learned through this vegan journey that, I've, that I'm going to, is that the animals, they, the animals feel pain. Just how we feel pain. Animals have personalities, just how we have personalities. Some animals... Are quick. They, they they don't give up a fight. They die fast. You know they don't they don't fight for their life. But then you have that one animal that's an alpha that's gonna fight and give it to his all, and it's gonna fight till it can't fight no more. Yeah. And that's what we're putting in our body. And I say this to say that my brother, I have two expensive uh, Frenchy dogs, right? And I have a pet pig that I just bought for my daughter. And it's crazy how smart that pig is. That pig is smarter than the dogs. It rolls over. It uh, it sits. It lays down. And uh, <laughs> it's crazy because the dogs pee and shit all over the house, right? And mind you, these are expensive dogs that should come train if you ask me. But this pig, every time the pig wants to use the bathroom, it bangs his nose on the door to let it out. So what I'm trying to tell you is, and I say this to say that, that these, these animals that we eat, they're... They're just as smart, if not smarter, than the animals that we use as pets. So why are we eating our, our, our pets? You know what I'm saying? Or, or and this is coming from something, not to be a hypocrite or nothing, because I would never do that, is I used to eat a lot of pork. That was my, my shit. I used to, you know Spanish the people. Spanish household, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 you know, el pernil, lechon. lechon. Well, I used to eat the, the lechon sandwich. That was one of my favorites. Mm. And now that I've gotten attached to this animal, and I and I play with it, and I sit there, and my conscience is like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you probably ate his, his uncle, or you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But it, it just goes to show, man. It just, it just, it's, uh, it's just food, food Girl, for thought, man. What it, you know what, what I mean? What it comes down to is a, a lot of this, us, us eating animals started off as a means of survival. Of course. In time, that's what was, that's what was around. Then survival right. became tradition, like right. you said. That's just all we knew. You know, our grandparents, our great grandparents. That's just that was the tradition. That was routine at the crib. Right, right, right. You got, you'd have that plate of rice, the beans, and whatever, yeah. and lechon asado or chuleta or whatever. Right, right. Um, now, which is what's happening here, is you're giving people the option to start a new tradition. Health is wealth, my brother. And if that tradition means, if that tradition comes, at, you know, by means of a chicken sandwich that's not chicken. Right. And that's where it starts. That's where it starts. And then that's how people learn that there's other routes that they can go. Of course. Especially if they're having issues with their health and, and, and they want to prolong their life, yo. Right. Y'all are doing a great thing here, man. Thank you, my brother. I, and I appreciate the time you guys have given me. The, the things you've allowed me to do here as far as shooting. Came through with Rob Productions. That oh, real man. quick video pulled up with no emotion. Us versus the buff. And we did another video here. Street level. This has been a street level staple. This I'm hip hop, man. Already. I'm hip hop, and my that's brother. what it is—the welcoming arms. Before we wrap this up, I know you mentioned cheesecake earlier. 
let the people know about the there's a chocolate cake that resides in this place yeah we got a chocolate cake man that uh I came up with it, man, because of the of the chili's lava cake, mm. and uh, man, it's to die for, man. It has no no sugar. It's just everything here, man, from the carrot cake to the chocolate cake to the cheesecake to the. Yo, when did I get the carrot cake? Uh, it's new. Oh, okay, okay. Don't go nowhere. Damn, see, I that's that's new to hey, me. Man, we're always popping up with something, that's something new, else man. I'm you walking know, away with. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Have to put like, that on the order right quick too. Yeah, man. It's it's with us, man. It's different, man. It's uh. There's a method to the madness, man. I'll be yeah. home one day just laying up and something will boom just hit me. Yeah. And I'll be like, yo, like the breakfast, like you this. Get grandma like that. in the lab. The grandma in the lab, man. You know, <laughs> grandma, man. I'll be like, grandma, get the cooking. But um, I have a lot of things, man, that that I have in the works that it tastes real good. It'll kill a lot of other spots burgers. Mm. But I still feel it needs that uh that eh. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and it's good. But I don't, I don't want good. I want yes, great. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's why we got the, the Got Now. That's why we got the Got Now meal. You know what I'm saying? Not to say who who launched a big billion dollar company launched a, a cheeseburger meal after an artist. So yes. I'm doing I'm doing things, man. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop, you know? If they could do it, why can't we? Yes. You know what I'm saying? If uh, <clears throat> they could have a uh, uh, load of fries, why can't we have load of fries, man? Mm-hmm. So I'm doing this, man, more... For us to have options, man, because what nobody's gonna tell you is they'll never they'll never teach you how to how to how to become rich in school. Mm-hmm. They'll never teach you how to do that. Yeah. Because then the rich but they'll charge you, they'll but, tax you. No, yeah, it, it, there's like I told you, man, there's levels to this shit. Because they'll never teach you how to become rich in school because then now the rich got a problem. They gotta become richer. They gotta become billionaires. And they'll never teach you the cures. Because there's no money in cures. There's only money in medicine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel feel like Malcolm X, man, right now talking, man. Because it, it's real. It's real. It's real TV, man. That they'll never teach you how if you if you work on your credit and you do this and you do that, that you don't have to pay double or what you're paying somebody to rent a house when you can own it and take equity and lease something. It, it, there's levels to this, man. And I and I say the. The, the thing is now is when people are trying to teach people how to become healthy, yeah. how to how to eat, how to train your body. So it's we're as smart as we let ourselves be, man. And this is coming from a person, man, that it took me years and years. And I believe that if I wouldn't gotten stuck in the situation I got stuck in, I wouldn't have. I think every that's why I say everything happens for a reason. Yeah. You know, I had a, uh, something hit close to home. You know what I'm saying? In order to um, find yourself in the place to find right myself. Now. And the and the place that I am now, I didn't really care about the coronavirus till till my kids caught it. You know what I'm saying? So it's it, it's different, man. Not that I'm stubborn, man, but I'm saying now I'm starting to look into things more before it happens. You know, don't wait, don't wait for you to catch cancer, or for you to catch diabetes, or or for you to catch something that you have to be medicated for life. You know what I'm saying? When the cure is already here. And when I say the cure, man, there's so much medication and things that you can make, and it's herbs, spices, yeah. things, man, that you don't even have to go to Whole Foods or to Walmart or to Publix to buy, man. This is little moringa, a plant. You know, this is you can grow that. Uh, you, can yeah. grow that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, tomatoes. There's just so many things that you could do, man, to save yourself, man. And nobody's gonna come and tell you, well, hey, Carl, you know. Uh, 
cancer runs in your family, diabetes, high blood pressure, and all these things, man. And if you if you make this drink every morning, or if you drink sea moss, or instead of you drinking this water that has um, what do you call this? That has that chlorine, has chlorine in it. You're drinking water that they sell over the counter. That uh, it costs you um, three dollars, but if you drink alkaline water. You know, you're drinking pure water. It's it's levels to this, man. I really believe, man, if you look for the truth, man, the truth always comes out, man, no matter what you do or what it is. So I'm a big believer in it, man, and I see it every day, man. When I see a, a little kid that's five years old, like my daughter, man, and, and they're they're 100% vegan and they've never tried meat, I feel like, wow, man, I feel accomplished. I feel like I'm doing something, man. Yeah. That's why I do it. My people... And no, I feel like, did. man, we could talk, man, for no, five we more could. hours, man. And we and could, but I know you got to get home to that family, yeah, to that young, course, that young lady that runs the house, the know. boss. The, the boss. Talk, yeah. Yo, um, again, Organic Food Kings, two locations, Midtown, Brickle. Coming with, the, it's going to be five by the end of the year. Mark my Yo, words. Yeah, it's happening. Um, Get get in on it on, before it blows up and then everybody else is telling you about Witness it. Witness greatness, Organic Food Kings. Telling you. Um, Alex, man, I, I you know... You, you you told us about you how you got into this what what led you down the vegan path you tried the beers you gave us your thoughts on the beers all right we talked beats we talked music we right. talked we talked the, the home team and and <laughs> now we got more eats man and just the, the the way of life you dropped gems on how not only eating is a way is something that we have to be retaught but also just how we handle ourselves in life man right you, you hit you hit it on the nose yo um my people's there it is. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. As always, I'd like to thank my guest, Alex Martinez, Organic Food Kings, for taking the time sitting down and talking it up with me. I'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in yet another week. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, tell an enemy. Tell somebody. Let them know. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. The YouTube is popping. Keep an eye out for these videos. Um, what more can I say? Uh, Gmail, Bruce Beats, the letter N, Eats at gmail send me your recommendations what should i drink what should i eat what should i listen to I, I'm, I'm willing i'm open i'm willing and open and uh with that man i'm gonna go put in an order organic food kings i ain't sleeping the best vegan spot in miami man don't forget organic food kings you can follow us on every social media platform on instagram twitter facebook and if you want you could even do a dance man and send it on tiktok and if you guys really want to get a hold of me and there's something on your mind that we could better or just anything Man, Organic Food Kings Gmail. I do right back. That's it. Much love, homie. Appreciate it. I appreciate you, my brother. Always.